Welcome to the Work Awesome Podcast. This is the first episode, and before we jump in, I just wanted to go over a couple of things that I forgot to do at the beginning. This week, we have CQ, Morgan, and Sarah joining us to talk about nailing a virtual interview. This topic is pretty prevalent right now in the workforce because of all the virtual interviewing going on. I hope you find a lot of value in what we talk about, and if you do, be sure to comment on where that value was exactly in the video. Leave a timestamp so other people can find it and hopefully get some value out of it themselves. If you know somebody that wants to make a career transition or is just out of college, please share this with them. Uh, There's a lot of great information in here about virtual interviewing. I really hope you enjoy this first episode. Let us know how we did in the comments. I'll be in there chatting with you. If you're not following me on Facebook or Instagram, I I really hope that you do after this so that we can connect and talk about all of the great things that we talk about in these podcasts a little bit more. Welcome to the Work Awesome Podcast. Uh, today we have Sarah Aaron, uh, CQ, and Morgan Hoey on to talk about nailing your virtual interview. So I guess we'll just jump right in and talk about first some of the pros of virtual interviewing. Um, Sarah, if you want to start with what, from a recruiter standpoint, uh, what that looks like and um, what you've seen as, as the main recruiter for the company. Sure. So one of the great things about having a virtual environment for uh, um, interview is that we don't have to worry so much about where the candidate is located. So we have some more freedom if, you know, if you're having an initial interview with a candidate and you're not really sure if the candidate's going to be a great fit for the company and the candidate's not really sure if they want to relocate um, or if you have remote options, um, it's a great way to uh to really have a broader pool of candidates. So I think primarily that's one of the the big things. One of the other things is that um, in this type of environment, it frees up more time. You really only have to just be available for that specific time period. You don't have to worry about uh, drive time or making sure that you're showing up at the right location. You have the comfort of your home or your office, whatever. Um, facility you're choosing to uh, tape out of. So there are are a good deal of benefits that um, that having a virtual interview can can definitely bring to the table. Yeah, Um, definitely. I think um, mm -hmm. all those points. So I know travel's big. It's a super... It, like you said, it's a time saver. Um, you don't have to block out your whole day to go to an interview. You could literally just mm-hmm. do it in a one hour chunk um, during lunchtime or, or during your normal work day. Uh, so that's really cool. CQ Morgan, do you have anything, any kind of pros to add into that? Well, I think Sarah hit every, everything on the head. I mean, I, I thor- thoroughly appreciate, you know, provided that everybody has the, the right technology and they're able to get to a computer with, you know, with the camera and things like that, you, you can do it quickly. And like Sarah said, you don't have to do, you don't have to wait. Sometimes they happen real fast. You can talk to people from across the country. They don't need to travel. All those things are a plus. Yeah, the travel can be a huge investment. And even thinking about moving forward in a, a post-COVID world, 
you know, think about you, you're looking for a new job. You have to take a sick day because all of a sudden an interview pops up and you don't want your boss to know where you're going, but maybe you're just running out to an appointment and you can run home for a quick video interview. I think, um, you know, it could really change interviewing moving forward out of our current situation as well. Right. And even for Avian, uh, I know we've recently hired a few folks that are not in Maryland um, where mm -hmm. our headquarters is at. And that's actually beneficial for them as well as us because it's it's cost saving on on many um, fronts for for the company as well as for the employee that we're hiring. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, what about cons? Is there any kind of disadvantage you see in in virtual recruiting or virtual interviews? CQ, it looks like you have some stuff to say. Sarah <laughs> and I we used to team these together, and and at first. I think some of the cons have kind of washed away as we've done more and more of these things. One of the things that you don't really get to see the body language so much, you know, um, you really only get a headshot sometimes and uh, you don't get to see the full person, right? You don't get to right. see them and their animation is not the same when they're in front of you as when they're on a camera. So that's just one of the small aspects that I found that was different that I needed to get accustomed to. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that can be just I, as challenging. Oh, sorry, Ian. Um, no, I was going to say, <laughs> I think that can be just as challenging for the candidate as it can for us because, mm -hmm. you know, I, when, whenever I've been interviewing, I'm looking for that verbal, that, or that nonverbal confirmation, you know, the lean oh, in, oh. the, the head nodding. Um, I want to make sure that you're understanding what I'm saying and that, you know, you're picking it up and we're, we're, we're connecting in that way. And that can be definitely challenging to do over a video, but it sounds like CQ's got a hang of it. So that's great. Right. <laughs> you start to pick up different, you, you look for different cues on video when the person's sitting in front of you. And after right. a while, you, you get used to it. Right. I definitely think that some people probably prefer virtual rather than in-person and vice versa too. Um, I know for me, I've done some virtual uh, kind of test rounds in the interview process where you would have to re first record a video. You didn't even get to talk to anybody. You had to record a video, just talk straight to the camera, uh, and they would decide from there. And it is, it's very challenging to kind of show who you are when you're just talking to a camera instead of talking uh, to a person. Uh, Sarah, do you have anything to add? Well, one of the nice things for us at Avian about having the um, in our Avian space interviews is I feel like the candidates get a good feel for the Avian environment. Mm -hmm. They get to see, you know, people working at Avian. They're interacting with several different people other than just the hiring manager and the recruiting team. Mm -hmm. So I do think that that is something that gets lost um, in that virtual interview. They're not getting um, as much of a feel for the avian environment because they're really, you know, looking at uh, CQ's um, office or looking at Morgan's home. So instead of seeing the space um, and, and interacting with some of the other avian employees. So I do Great. think that that is one of the things that gets lost. Yeah. I feel like avian also has like a very welcoming mm -hmm. uh, office, which is nice. So everyone usually has a smile and will wave mm -hmm. and say hi. Um, right. something different than I think most companies, but yeah, it's definitely hard to like, I imagine one of those robots that has a like iPad at the top of it roaming around and that's how we eventually would get a tour or a, a candidate would get a tour of an office in the future. But 
Um, yeah, so, I don't know why you can't make that happen now. Yeah, oh, we, just, yeah we just need yeah, a segue, yeah. Ian. Come on. Yeah. Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um. So we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the differences. So, um, what are like the big differences in interviewing in person compared to interviewing virtually? Um, I know we talked about the the kind of disconnectedness um, between the candidate and the interviewer. Is there anything else that you think is hugely different uh, for you guys? At first, it was a big adjustment, especially for me. I mean, Sarah, right. an HR professional, it, it was probably easier for her to adjust. For me, I didn't, I didn't get that personal feeling up front. Mm -hmm. So, um, and to touch back on what, what we've already said, uh, when you do it like this, the applicant, the candidate doesn't get the full measure of who we are as a company. They just see two people, two talking mm -hmm. heads. They, you know, when you walk into Avian, that is your first introduction. You walk into the atrium there and you're greeted so nicely, you know, and then everybody's so professional and it's a process that introduces that applicant to Avian and we don't get that when we're just one-on-one -on, -one on a camera. Right. Um, do our best to tell them about the company, but I think that's a big influence when new prospective customers or clients or whomever walk into our building and who we are. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Um, I think one of the other uh, issues can be, and I think uh, CQ touched on it a little bit when he was talking about the pros. He said, if, if technology is working well and everything's set up, um, there is always that possibility that there are things that are out of your control. Um, during during the process, you know, you could have um, distractions. Um, so that is one of my biggest pieces of advice is to kind of, you know, work ahead and make sure that as much as you can, you can't always uh, foresee, you know, the Wi-Fi going out or things like that. But try to and, and also, you know, that being said, kind of have some contingency plans mm -hmm. um, in your back pocket. If your Wi-Fi goes out, then um, can you use a hotspot? Is there somewhere you can go to get that Wi-Fi access? And 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 here's the thing: we're, I mean, you can see we're all, you know, we all are very understanding. But oh my goodness, if if we know that you had a big storm or you know something major happened and your Wi-Fi went out and you still show up for the interview, that really shows something. That you know that speaks to us. So um, so as understanding as we are, you know that that definitely does send um, a message. Um, so I would, you know, no matter what, there can be little things that happen um, with technology that are out of your control. Um, and that can be very dis discerning to people. They, they, ne they don't necessarily, um, you know, have a way to uh, manage that. And you're trying to show your, put your best foot forward. And maybe, you know, you're all of a sudden your laptop that was working five minutes earlier, the camera isn't working anymore or something else is going on. Um, so that that is definitely um, a, one of the downsides of having the virtual environment. Yeah, definitely. Even I mean, I am pretty tech savvy and sometimes have tech problems um, right mm -hmm. beforehand. Mm -hmm. And it's it's embarrassing when it's in person, um, but definitely stressful if, if you're on the interviewing side and you're getting ready to mm -hmm. make your first impression. Um, mm -hmm. 
to have to problem solve and then immediately jump into a conversation where you're trying to kind of present your best self. Definitely right, exactly. something that would be a stressor for me at least. Yeah. Uh, how about the biggest mistakes? Have you seen anybody? Um, this is where we get into like the, 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 the um, niche of, of virtual interviewing. Have you seen anybody make like big mistakes during an interview? Um, things to kind of steer away from if you're, if you are going to be interviewing in the future, um, just kind of tips and tricks to, to steer away from those big mistakes. Yeah, I think the biggest one that I take notice of is when they are not prepared for the position that they mm -hmm. are for, when they can't speak to the job description Right. or they can't translate their resume to the job description because many of the resumes come down off these job posts and they're not exactly tailored to our specific position, but our talent management team can identify their qualities and we will review them and together we then bring them in for an interview. At that time, I want to see them make the connection between what they applied for, the job posting, and their resume. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can't do that. And that's that's one of the things that I that I identify. And I try to help them through because sometimes they'll do a generic resume and it doesn't exactly apply. But we try to pull that information out from them. Or they will specifically apply with a resume and they still can't make that connection to the job description. So that's a big mistake on their part. They need to research yeah. the job, know what it, have a good idea of what it is. Mm -hmm. and then yeah, I think there's this like slight misconception that you don't have to prepare for a virtual interview as much as you do an in-person mm -hmm. interview. Um, and, and researching the job and the specific job that you're gonna be doing is definitely um, a big part of that. For me, communication specialist could mean a multitude of things right. um, for avian it means something different than it would for some other organization uh, so walking through the door and being able to interview and, and talk specifically to um, the job or virtually um, interviewing mm -hmm. for the job definitely research is is key yeah you hit the nail on the head you need to prepare exactly the same way as you would for an in-person interview and in addition to researching the position understanding exactly what the scope is you also need to research the company um, one of my personal pet peeves is when people don't know how to pronounce our company's name. I'm usually I'm usually <laughs> gracious, but for me, that is that that says I'm detail oriented and, and I did my homework and I'm going to do my homework and continue to be detail oriented as an employee for you. So it's it's the small things that really, really can make a big impact. Yeah, yeah we are not the water company. We are no. the defense contractor. <laughs> Avian. Yes, Sarah, so, I know you have stories beyond stories, I'm sure. So one of the things too is, and you can look, um, you know, just looking at this podcast, if you're able to um, view the, the visual here, uh, when you're interviewing, this is the, and, and it's a video interview, this is the impression that you're leaving on the interviewers. So um, the background, uh, what that looks like, you know, are there people coming in and out of the room? Um, I appreciate it when people dress for the interview uh, and, and make it, you know, they're, they're showing up and they look like they, they're ready 
to interview for a position. Mm -hmm. So all these things that, you know, we have the visual, um, just because you're not coming into a building doesn't mean that you're not making an impression um, on, you know, the way that you feel about the job and how you prepared it. I mean, I would go ahead um, and try to do a little test run. You know, if you, if you know you're going to be using Zoom and you have access to Zoom, you know, create your own little meeting and have a friend uh, give you advice on what it looks like, what your screen looks like um, with you in there. There's no reason you can't do that ahead of time and, and really put your best foot forward. Yeah, especially with all the free tools, Zoom is great mm -hmm. um, because it is free. You can sign up, yep. you can connect with somebody else. You can connect with yourself. If you have two devices, you can mm -hmm. set one up um, kind of right next to each other just to see what the video is like uh, and see, like you said, your background, um, which rolls into some other tips that I found personally online. Um, using like those virtual backgrounds, they're cool, but they might not be the best for an interview. Um, a, it shows that you're trying to hide what's behind you. B, uh, the quality of the video isn't as good uh, on, on the receiving end. So for the, um, the interviewer, uh, it might come through a little distorted or, or, or at a lower quality. And Any then other? I don't know why you're interviewing when you're in Tahiti. Why are you interviewing for a job? Or outer space. Right. You're out of space. <laughs> you don't need employment you're, you're good to go <laughs> and Ian to that point I also think that having good lighting is important you want to make sure that the interviewer can see you because those facial cues are so important um, you want to make sure that you're not you know like the the witness in a murder documentary hidden you, you want to make sure people can see your face definitely yeah I mean and we can talk more about that um, aspect of it uh, there are a ton of video tips uh, for mm -hmm. virtual anything, virtual meetings, interviews, um, using the webcams. There are right now. There's a ton out just because everyone's working from home and using them. Mm -hmm. um, having a window right behind you that's super bright. Mine is kind of bright, but it's not too bad. Uh, but sitting like directly in front of like that to the window, side, yeah, would uh, <laughs> cause some problems with with our with the background. Um, Mic quality, so uh, making sure that your laptop or you have headphones in um, so that the interviewer can hear you uh, clear and well. And Siri's talking to me again. Um, Goodbye, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other tips uh, that could help anybody from you guys? So one of the things to always know, and this is virtual environment or um, in-person interview, phone interview, whatever, your recruiter is your friend. So if you have questions about what the how, how the environment's going to be set up, if you can't tell necessarily from the invite um, who's going to be included, please, you know, feel free to ask the recruiter or the person who's reaching out to you about the interview um, those questions because they really want you to be successful. They wouldn't be spending their time um, interviewing you if they didn't think that you were a valid candidate and if they didn't want you to be successful. So if you do have you know, reservations, maybe this is your first uh, virtual interview, maybe you haven't interviewed in a long time, it's okay to ask those questions. Um, the the recruiter is going to be happy to answer those questions. You know, they're the subject matter expert for interviews in their company. 
And they, like I said, they want you to be successful and they want you to feel comfortable. We don't want to bring a candidate in and um, have them be so nervous because then we're nervous too. So um, the, whatever you can do to really make yourself relaxed and feel prepared for that interview, that's going to benefit everyone. Right. And finding like initial common ground is always a, a great mm -hmm. thing to do in an interview. And I know it can be a little challenging because you're not walking through a space, seeing what someone's wearing. Sometimes those are the easy things to pick up. But we're all right now in this weird new scenario where we're interviewing people remotely. So we're doing it. You know, you're participating in it. We all have, you know, some weird stories to share, I'm sure, some, right. some blips. So I think that's a great place to start if you're looking to kind of break the ice, make a little connection. I think something like that helps. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, how about, uh, so we talked about taking those kind of personal keys, things that we would normally get in person from somebody interviewing uh, that we don't really get virtually to, it's, or it's harder to get from, from them virtually. Are there any tips that you could give to somebody to show their authentic selves, to show um, their personality through video, uh, anything in, in that realm? Yeah, I think uh, don't be afraid to express yourself mm -hmm. on video as you would normally in person. Mm -hmm. um, and in, at the at the beginning of the videos, you see stiffness, but then sometimes towards the end, people loosen up and they become a little bit more comfortable with the process. Maybe it was their first video interview, you know. Um, so. It takes a little bit longer, I think, on the video mm -hmm. than it does in person, you know, because, like I said, once they walk in through our door, that's when they start, you know, easing up. But on video, it takes a little while longer. So, right. yeah, don't be afraid to express yourself a little bit. Be personable with your interviewers. Um, ask questions. You know, seem interested. Do your research prior to, like, like Morgan mentioned, you know, and be yourself. Be yourself in front of the camera so that we can see you as mm -hmm. for who you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I feel like easy ways to show that you're interested are making sure that your your the visual head nods going on, you're smiling, you're saying, Yeah, yeah, you know, like that's exactly what I'm talking about. Just giving people, giving your interviewer or your interviewee the confirmation that like, yes, we're on the same page. And you, you know, be yourself, but you might have to be uh, a little more present with those aspects just to make sure that they come across the way that you want them to. Well, one of the other things is too, this sounds very simple, but when we bring someone in to interview at Avian, we give them a bottle of water and it's fine to have that bottle of water next to your computer, you know, ready to take a drink. It gives you a minute to kind of collect your thoughts. Um, you know, it also helps you stay hydrated. It can help calm nerves. So that's totally fine too. You know, whatever um, you would have in a normal interview setting, you know, make sure that you have that available too. Make sure you have a place where you can take notes if they have, if, you know, CQ is talking and um, you didn't want to interrupt him, but something kind of sparked an, a question for you. Uh, make sure you have that little notebook or whatever there to, to write things down. And then when he is done talking, you can ask him that question um, or later on in the interview if it doesn't get answered. 
Yeah, definitely. So something that an idea that just popped into my head. What if we did a scenario? So say I'm interviewing with one of you guys and my video just completely drops out. I realize it on my end. What's the, what would you expect on your end to happen? So are you interviewing us or we're interviewing you? You guys are interviewing me. Okay. So I'm the interviewee. We have that happen. Yeah. Okay. And we can hear you or no? Huh? Excuse me? Can we still hear you, Ian? No, everything's gone. So everything's basically gone. the call drops. What What do you expect in that situation? Um, well, I would reach out to the candidate. If, I was, if it was an interview that I was the recruiter for, I would reach out to the candidate via their phone number um, mm-hmm. and just see you know, if something happened that we could fix. I mean, we're going to be patient. We're going to try to get you back on there. Um, if we can't get the video access again, then we'll probably use a dial in and just try to get that interview completed. Right. Yeah. I think I'd be really impressed if they were able to call me before I called them. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that too. A scenario where we lost video, their connection was sketchy. So mm-hmm. the video portion of it had to, we had to shut that down and then we lost the audio altogether. So we went from video audio, just to audio lost mm-hmm. that. We immediately scrambled our talent management team immediately got the person on the phone and we finished the interview via yeah, appeal, but we were able to continue and uh, at least give the candidate you know their proper time right and i don't think anyone is going to hold um that against the candidate Absolutely. because we all understand that things happen you know we, mm-hmm. we don't have control um over the wi-fi or or the, you know, hotspot or those types of things. So we, you know, we definitely roll with it. And I think the biggest thing is to understand that, you know, we do understand and we don't want that to create a, a, you know, frustrating situation for the candidate. We'll fix it. If we can't figure out a way to fix it right then, then we'll reschedule it. But no one needs to get, you know, too, um, too flustered about it. Right. Yeah. So for me, as, as the interviewee, I would just kind of take a breath regather myself take a breath and uh, And then if you have our number you know go ahead and reach out which you should have the number or an email because we're almost always on email as well whichever way and just say hey you know what um i don't know what happened uh but i would love you know i was really enjoying that interview could we is there a way we can finish that um in another environment right it's a good opportunity to show that you can maintain your composure under pressure yep, yep. and roll with the punches. So yep, as long sure. as you have a smile on your face when you come back, like we are all good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could throw a joke in there about why you yes. lost the internet, that is that. Yeah, 10, of course. 10 more points. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right, guys. Uh, anything, any other kinds of tips or tricks that you can think of before we wrap this up? Overall, I think just we hit, yeah, I think we hit a lot of them. Um, <laughs> making sure that your tech is squared away, that you are near your Wi-Fi router if you're using Wi-Fi. Um, being wired in, uh, using an Ethernet cable to connect your computer is probably the best thing. Uh, making sure your audio is good, your video is good, uh, your background, that there's no distractions in your background or in your foreground, for that matter. Um, 
and like you said, be yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. I think all of those are really great. And if there's nothing else to add in, I think we are good to go. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you guys for joining me today. Thanks um, for having us. On the next episode of the Work Awesome podcast, we'll be talking about questions to ask during your interview. Um, so that's an interesting one. Um, I always go into interviews or I have gone into interviews without questions and never realized that that's something that uh, I know something that, that recruiters expect. Um, so, so that'll be an interesting one. So definitely tune in. Um, I got, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, thank you for, Ian. for this. Thank you. Thanks Ian. Thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of the Work Awesome Podcast. Hopefully you found some great information in there. Uh, again, let us know in the comments what you found. Give us a timestamp so we can uh, share that with other folks and hopefully they find value in it too. If you're not following me on social media, uh, Ian Wolbert on all of those platforms, it's also linked below. I have a bunch of great information coming out around virtual interviewing, so definitely keep an eye out on my social platforms for all of that. The Work Awesome Podcast is brought to you by Avian. Avian is a 49% employee-owned company founded by retired U.S. Navy test pilots who believe passion and talent are the right traits to get the job done. Avian operates in a culture that thrives on innovation, creativity, and the entrepreneurial spirit. Instead of offering services through mere business transactions, Avian is redefining the government services industry by creating meaningful experiences and connecting talented people with important work. The passion that Avian's employees have for its work builds better partnerships for the future, and Avian's unique talents create real solutions. At Avian, Avian, we move fast, take risks, and don't settle for the status quo. To learn more, visit Avian's website at avian.com. That's A-V-I-A-N.com.